Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. In today's Lehman, the Masil Sasharim, although he's knee-deep in Anivas, gives us a very important perspective on prayer. So he's talking about the idea that a person should not extol their own virtues, should not come to Hashem, so to speak, and say, you know, I, I deserve X, Y, and Z, I've, I've done so much for you, Hashem, you know, like, can we kind of sit reciprocate over here? The person should obviously avoid that sort of thing. And in fact, he says that if a person does that, then even if they are responded to, they're going to be responded to not in their own merit, in their own zechus, but rather in somebody else's merit, as we see with Chizkiyo. That he asked, in my merit, save, save the city, and Hashem did it not in his merit, did in David Melech's merit. Okay. Now, what I think we see over here in general, and, and, and perhaps a lot of us already know this, that when a person approaches tefillah, the approach, obviously, uh, obviously, but shouldn't be, look, Hashem, I'm, 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 I'm doing your mitzvahs, and I'm, I'm learning your Torah, and, and so on and so forth, so throw me a bone over here. Why? What's going on? So, I think there's a couple of parts to this. First of all, when a person approaches tefillah or Hashem like that, in a certain sense, you're kind of ignoring all of the other bones that Hashem has thrown. And the fact that, you know, Baruch Hashem, many of us have, have, you know, we're alive. If you're listening to this, we're alive. And you generally have our health and, you know, we have clothing and food and friends. And, and yes, of course, people have tsaras, but, but the baseline, there's so much going for us. Baruch Hashem, there are people out there who have families and, 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 and so on and so forth. So, if a person comes to Hashem and says, Hashem, what have you done for me lately? That's basically what you know, I do all these mitzvahs, so what have you done for me lately? Like, what do you mean? You're, you're alive, right? You're alive, and, and you might even have more than just alive. You have clothing, you have food, you have shelter, you have all the basics. And I, I give you more than the basic, uh, basics. I give you luxuries. You have friends, and you have, you have you know, time off, and you, have, you, know, you even went on vacation three months ago, and, and, and so on and so forth. So when a person approaches Hashem in that manner, it's almost like a slap in the face. Because, what do you mean, what have, you done, what have I done for you lately? Like, like look, look at your life. Even beyond that, it seems like it's just, there's a certain distasteful aspect to it, which is like, I deserve. Think about it like this. Imagine you have a, a child who's, who's um, they, they, they're growing up and they need to take, you know, they're, they're taking on new chores. In the family, they're 8, 9, 10 years old, and as they get older, you know, okay, now, now you're ready to start taking out the garbage. You know, now you could, uh, you know, you got to help out in the family. You're not just going to sit over there. So, you know, small things. And, you know, they, it's the first time washing dishes. So uh, the, the parent, the father, the mother is like, okay, I'll walk you through it. And they're both there together. And essentially the parent does the entire job while the kid just kind of watches. And you know, the parent is washing him and drying them. And you know, this is assuming you're using a dishwasher or they're showing you how to fill the dishwasher, whatever it may be. And you'll do the entire process. And here and there, the parent will have the child um, you know, do, do a thing or whatever it may be. Okay, now everything is done. So the child looks at the, the accomplishment and says, look, look at everything I did. I deserve... I deserve a game, right? I deserve a toy. Like, okay, I appreciate, and I, and you know, the parent could thank the child for being involved, but like, to come back to me and say, wait, I deserve something? Like, who really did this? Let's be clear over here. Who gave you the ability to do this? When, when a person comes to Hashem and says, I do so much, like, what, what do you mean you do so much? With what, with, you, you've given yourself life to do the ability, right? To, 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 to do the mitzvahs? Who do you think gave you the asterisk? Who do you think gave you the matzah? Who do you think gave you whatever it may be? 
So a person who comes to Hashem, so to speak, demanding because of all that I've done, is ignoring not just all the good that Hashem has done for us, but is also ignoring the ability to do that good only came from Hashem. The Gemara and Brachos in two separate places says that a person shouldn't approach tefillah. It actually says that a person who approaches tefillah with the assumption that they're going to be answered, they leave their tefillah and they say, that was a good tefillah, I'm going to be answered. The Gemara says it's almost... Vadai, it's certainly that they're going to walk away very sad. Because that itself is distasteful to the point it sounds like that even if your tefillah was going to be answered, but now that you have the attitude, Hashem's like, ah, I, I'm not going to give in to that. I'm not, I'm not going to respond to that. So even if the tefillah was a good tefillah, but with the attitude like, well, I, I deserve it. I came with such a good tefillah, and I deserve such and such. So Hashem's going to respond, not, not interested. One last point. That idea, a person might say, okay, that applies to me, but you know, but, our, but, but somebody like Moshe Rabbeinu, whose koch ha-tefillah was, was, was beyond, you know, like I'm sure that would work. We find by Moshe Rabbeinu, it's the last medrash in the medrash Rabbah, it's a, it's a fascinating message. It goes on for pages. But it starts off by saying that one of the reasons why Hashem didn't accept his tefillah, Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah, to go into Eretz Yisrael was because on some level Moshe Rabbeinu felt a certain confidence. Of course Hashem is going to respond to my tefillah. He's always, always responded to my tefillah. He responded to my tefillah when I defended Klai Yisrael with, with the, uh, the, the eagle. He's going to respond. So we should understand when we approach Hashem, we're asking, so to speak, Hashem, Tati, please do us a favor. Have an amazing day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.